Welcome to Let's Talk. This is your host, Anika Height, with coverage for coronavirus day three. It is March 13th, 2020. It's Friday, TGIF. I think there's a lot of people who are celebrating right now just being off and being able to be with family and chill and watch this whole global epidemic unfold from the confines of her own safe home. I hope you guys are safe while you're listening to me, but if you're out and about and cannot help but make these runs and do the things you need to do, listen, my love and support goes out to you. Today, like we do every day, we will be reporting facts, 100% journalistic research, research about the coronavirus what's happening, how to protect yourself, how to stay safe. Again, I'm just bringing this to you because this is something that I think is important for us to be abreast of. A lot of things are circulating on social media, facts, untruths, tips, underground information. So we're going to try to sort through some of that today and also figure out what the next plan is. So like we always do at the beginning, we want to talk about cases globally and i like to bring that to you guys so you can get contacts about what's going on so to date the number of confirmed cases is up to 140,875 that is a big number but on the bright side it's only been 5,359 deaths today total no, no, not today <laughs> total Total, total, total. Let's see. And if we look at those numbers from the beginning, of course, we can't expect anything different. China tops the list with 80,945 cases. Italy is close, be not too close behind, but second on the list with 17,660 cases. Iran has reported 11,364 cases. South Korea, 7,979 cases. Around the world though, there has been 70,174 recoveries. So in China, 51,000 have recovered. Iran, almost about 3,000 have recovered. Italy has 1,400 recoveries. So it looks like slowly things are changing a bit. But again, you know, I want to make sure that my U.S. listeners are abreast. We've had 1,268 cases reported to date. There have been 33 deaths. 31 of those happened in Washington State. And we all remember there was that major outbreak at the nursing home. So a lot of those deaths can be attributed to that particular location where the outbreak happened. There's also been one death in Jersey, one death in South Dakota. As far as recoveries here stateside, we've had six recoveries in Illinois, one recovery in Arizona, one in Massachusetts, one in Washington State, and one in Wisconsin. So... You know, people slowly, I mean, the percentage there is not too bad. Hopefully we see more recoveries than we do deaths and our fingers are crossed. But like I said, if you've got a boat, 
a teleport machine, a helicopter, and you can get up out of here. You might want to go to Jordan. They only have one case reported. Kenya has reported its first case. Ethiopia has reported, reported its first case. Let's see, Monaco has two cases reported. Cuba has three. New Zealand has now five, Morocco six, and Jamaica, surprisingly, I talked about this the other day, that would be where I would want to go, but they now have eight confirmed cases for a very small island. It's, it's no joke. It's no joke. So we need to keep ourselves as clean and confined and entertained as possible. I will be coming at you guys with some great entertainment tips at the end of the show, so stay tuned. But I want to talk about the president at this point. He has made sweeping changes um, as of a couple days ago where he told the United States and the world all of the wonderful things he was going to be doing and how he's closing down borders coming from Europe and people couldn't come here for 30 days. Well, that caused quite a frenzy around the world because it is not, in fact, true. You are able to fly back to the States if you're an American citizen, if you hold a green card and your family is here, you will not be held in Europe. So that is something that I'm sure would bring a lot of relief to people. But today he declared a state of emergency. And if you didn't catch the, the um, announcement, I'm here to give you some highlights. He had a team of CEOs with him and, and business leaders. Walmart was there to speak on behalf of the company to let us know that Walmart won't be closing their doors. I don't know how or who's going to go to work, but they will be there, he says. And that's to support the American people who need to get supplies and food that Walmart plans to stay open. CVS is also a big advocate of this uh, effort to heal and maintain control over the virus. They will be open because Google has built a system where you can go online and put all of your symptoms in. And at the end of the survey, it'll let you know if you're at risk of having been exposed to the virus. You hop in your car, you drive down to CVS, CVS swabs your cheek. They tell you to go home, you drive home, you stay self-quarantined because you want to make sure you don't bump into anybody with it. And within 24 hours, they should have the results for you. From there, I'm sure a lot of people want to know, what do you do if you are diagnosed or have been exposed to CVOID-19? Well, what they're saying is if you've been exposed after you've been swabbed and it's been determined they are offering antivirals and antibiotics to keep secondary problems at bay if you have a more serious case they're going to bring you in hospitalize you and possibly put you on life support i want everyone to know the symptoms are real so if you feel sick and you have fever and you have all of the other symptoms there the google um the Google search for the, the survey that they're putting together won't be done for about 72 hours. So that's not available just yet. And with an incubation period in adults of five and a half days and for children six and a half days, keep a close eye because if you've been exposed to it thus far, that'll be good timing to do that survey to find out what you need to do. The con contagion, the... 
the COVID-19, usually if, if it's one person, they can pass it on to 2.6 people. If we're looking at the flu, that number is 1.5. So it's about as almost twice as infectious as the flu. They say the average period of symptoms onset are five and a half days for adults, again, six and a half for children. It can affect anyone. When they studied the first 41 infected people, two thirds of them did not suffer from any pre-existing condition. But like they always say, the middle-aged are most likely to get it. 75% of those that were infected in China were between the age of 30 and 69. I hope that's not considered middle-aged. What do y'all think? Well, let's see, only 3% of the people infected so far have been over 80. So we wanna make sure you don't just think old people are the ones at risk. If you are exposed, they are sending people to isolated pods overseas. So I wanna see later on how we plan to handle that here in the States. They haven't released too much information, but we do know that they have been quarantining people including NBA players who were exposed to the virus a few, few days ago. They are trying to formulate a vaccine. Reports are coming out from China where they say 20 teams around the world have began to manufacture vaccines. Chinese authorities provided a DNA code for the virus early on in the outbreak, so scientists got right on it. A team at Imperial College in London are ready to start human trials within the next few weeks. That sounds a little sketchy, human trials, because I don't know. I don't know. I guess if you have it, you you willing to go ahead and take the trial. I mean, y'all need to comment on NikaHeight.com under this post and let me know what you think about becoming a human trial. I don't know if I'd be down to do that. I don't know. But, you know, you never know when your life is on the line. So I want to move on to Iran. I promised you guys I had some really chilling news about the state of affairs in Iran. We know they have tons of cases. They are one of the most heavily impacted nations in the world, and that is outside of China. Italy also is very high on the list. But Friday, today, the nation's health ministry reported 1,289 new infections and again, 85 deaths. And that's all within the past 24 hours. So the total number of cases there is 11,364 with a death toll of 514. Now those numbers may be a bit different from what I read at the beginning of the show. And that's because I did this report earlier this morning and the live inter interactive map, which I report to you guys from was actually minute by minute. Iran's, Iran's government put together a martial law tactic. So right now to keep everyone safe, according to their country state television, they are using the next 24 hours to fan out across the nation's security forces and empty the street. But that's not the worst part. Within 10 days, all Iranian people are going to be monitored and checked via the internet, phone calls, or in-person visits to determine whether or not they have been infected by the virus. That means if you're on the phone telling somebody, oh, you know, I think I might be infected, cough, cough, they might be knocking at your door to drag you out and throw you in isolation. I say these things because we want to keep abreast of what's going on around the globe and know that we are possibly at risk of losing our freedoms as well. It took a long time for America to get on board. We almost halfway through March and they're just enacting 
laws to keep us safe. This disease was well known back in December. So know that whatever is happening before it gets here, it's always a possibility that it can happen while we are existing in this crisis. Another thing is the other day I talked about in China, they were possibly burning bodies and cremating them. Well, Snopes, a Snopes report, I have to shout out my brother because he questioned me on that. And I'm going to have to redact that statement because it was determined that that's just a rumor. They have no proof of it. But also there should be noted that in Iran, they've been putting out satellite images videos drones and they see smoke billowing from what looks like mass graves and the reason why they think that they have put mass graves out there and burned people up was because iran didn't announce the disease's arrival until february 19th and they said two people had already died so some people are thinking they possibly wanted to cover up the fact that the disease has been there longer than they have been reported it's always some funny things, generally very racist, going on in the news as it relates to coronavirus. The latest is CNN host Chris Como was slammed for telling viewers to go straight ethnic in their approach to cleaning during the coronavirus outbreak. He was discussing the pandemic on, on television Thursday night, and he said, you gotta disinfect, go straight ethnic. Be cleaning everything all the time with the harshest cleaners you can find. People on social media did not like that and they built the hashtag fire Chris. It is just not all good. I mean, they they went around and they're saying that he's he's a racist. Like who says that? But I mean, you know, our country is way too sensitive. Everything's sensitive. I think we're going to get jolted out of that through this crisis because nobody cares that you're whining about somebody saying something's too ethnic. At this point, we got other things to worry about. Oh, let's see. The death rate is at 3%. We talked about that. And um, yeah, yeah, we know the testing. Next thing I want to do before I close out, I want to talk about how many people. Okay. I want to talk about the U.S. and their preparations for treating the infection. They said that they are preparing for 96 million infections and half a million deaths. You guys, half a million deaths. Kiss your loved ones, love on your family, take care of everybody around you. It's not a game. It's not a game. Late, the latest on closing, okay, so the latest on closing, uh, Broadway, the latest on closings, we know Disneyland closed, we know the NBA shut down, Broadway has also gone black. The U of, U of Michigan actually is one of the first universities that announced they're gonna be canceling commencements for 2020. We have reports of Walmart and Costco's having riots. It's just going down. Like, you guys need to be focused on things like boosting the immune system, while you're out shopping for canned goods and rice, I want you to keep in mind putting some food to boost, putting some food to boost your immune system in the basket. You need to be stocking up on blueberries, almonds, spinach, turmeric, 
green tea, broccoli, ginger, red bell pepper, sweet potatoes, all of those things will help boost the immune system and pr protect you from the virus. Also, I know that people have been trying to go to Amazon to get hand sanitizer, but I want you to know you can order, but I want you to know you can make homemade hand sanitizer, and I'm gonna give you the recipe, so get a pen. You need a third cup of aloe vera gel. If you don't have an aloe vera plant before it's too late, go down to Home Depot or Lowe's or your local health food store and grab you an aloe vera leaf. You need two third cups of rubbing alcohol at 99% and you wanna add a couple drops of essential oil to the mix. It could be vanilla, lavender, grapefruit, peppermint. Mix them all together and you have your own hand sanitizer and it won't cost you $79. And to close out the show, because I, I love you guys all so much for sitting with me and listening to my report. I want to tell you how you can entertain yourself while you are on lockdown. And this segment is called Netflix and Kill. Yeah, that's kind of rough, huh? But okay, let's get it in. It is doomsday time. Get you your favorite blanket, wrap yourself up and pop in one of these movies. Get yourself wrapped up. And tune in to one of these movies that can help you get through this if you need survival tips. Because I always think it's important to look ahead. Look at the future because when you might have to use some of these walking dead tactics. So some of the films you can watch, the post-apocalyptic list is Cargo, Carriers, Bird Box, V for Vendetta, Extinction. The Worthy, Here Alone, and one of my personal favorites is It Comes at Night. That's one of the latest, no joke. So I want you guys to leave comments, feedback. If you watch one of the movies, if you feel it resonates, let me know. My website is N-N-E-K-A-H-I-T-E dot com. You can find me there with the same name on all the social media. Hello everybody, I had to come back for a second round today. So many things went down, so many stories to tell about this coronavirus. It's March 13th, it's Friday evening. I'm loving all the feedback I'm getting for the show. I'm loving that you guys are tuning in and I'm loving that you guys are alive and well to listen to this show. Let's talk. I have a special guest joining me tonight. His name is, well, actually, you know what? He needs no introduction. It's split up, so I gotta figure out a better way. Welcome back. We lost you for a minute there. Are you back? I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, you know, you know how it is with this uh, coronavirus going around. Phones, they getting viruses. <laughs> so, uh, my bad. I'm back, though. All right. All right. I'm glad you're back because we had a couple more things to touch on. And I wanted to invite you onto the show because, again, when I introduced you, I talked about your extensive IT background. And there were some interesting things that the president discussed today that I thought we should unpack. Number one... He came and declared a state of emergency. Did you get a chance to watch his press address? I did. I watched it up until the point that he bought Bob from Walmart out. That, that's when I said, you know what, this is a waste <laughs> of my time. I turned it off at that point. 
<laughs> okay. All but right, I, I can understand. Okay, all right. Yeah, he had quite a few CEOs with him. It felt like a business meeting versus a state of emergency, but that's just, I guess, my corporate background bubbling to the surface. It was quite interesting, but prior to him bringing out these CEOs, he kind of went big, and we're just going to go for a little... We're going to go over a few of the highlights from that press conference today, which was it left a lot of jaws on the ground, not unlike any of the other press conferences that he holds. I mean, it's very clear that we have a president who is focused on how America looks, how America's financial situation is. And those sort of conversations come up before we talk turkey before we talk people do you do you get that same feeling or what's your take on it oh shit hello can't hear you dot can you hear me i can hear you i can yeah you yeah yeah me okay i can yeah okay welcome back so we'll take us let's take a few seconds so i know where to cut Okay, thank you for joining us. So I want to talk to you about President Trump. And I know you have this extensive background in IT, so I think you can help us out. Did you catch the press conference earlier today where he declared a national emergency? I did. I did catch the the press conference. I I watched it up until the point that he bought uh, Bob from Walmart out. And at that point, I turned it off. I felt like I was wasting my time. But I did catch it. Wait. What was, why, why, what turned you off about Bob from Walmart showing up? I just couldn't believe when he said, now I got Bob from Walmart here. I didn't even want, I didn't listen. <laughs> well, Bob stood up there for 20 seconds saying that they, they, they parking lots was open for us. So I, I just didn't understand. I didn't understand right. it. I, I, I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Well, just wanted to sort of get into the meat of things of what the president had to say. I actually sat there and waited for his report, and he didn't come on until almost 20 past noon with Pacific Standard Time. I didn't think he was going to make it because his previous uh, press address, he didn't look too well, but he seemed all right. He has red tie on, and he went ahead and gave us uh, some of the tea. He says... The, uh, he made a declaration that the administration is going to utilize the Stafford Act, which is a federal law that governs disaster relief efforts and provides emergency funding to state and local governments. He says he's going to free up $50 billion to distribute to states and territories to address the growing emergency. He also explained that the Department of Health and Human Services have the ability now to waive provisions of applicable laws and regulations to give doctors and hospitals flexibility. He also says they can waive requirements that critical access hospitals limit the number of beds and length of stay and waive rules that restrict where hospitals can care for patients within the hospital itself. Mm. There's a couple more things he he said he was implementing. He said they're gonna set up emergency operations centers effective immediately and ask that every hospital activate its emergency preparedness plan. He closed out the speech by talking about this fantastic idea or forthcoming 
disservice to the American people that the White House was working with Google to develop a website that'll triage people and help to facilitate testing with local CVS to determine whether or not you have coronavirus. So what do you think about that? You're in IT. I think that about five minutes after the press conference, Google made a whole new web page saying, listen, I don't know what he's talking about. We ain't doing nothing like that. So it's just another line that Donald Trump told. And all this emergency funding stuff and $50 billion, all that's great until you say something to make him mad. Then he's going to withhold that money just like he withheld the money from Ukraine. But see, he got away with it when he withheld it from Ukraine. So he's going to get away with it. But this time when he withhold it, people's lives is going to be at stake. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. And when you said that he I signed did. that he signed that thing to to change it up to where they could they relax where they where they could care for patients. Soon as you said that, you know what popped up in my head? What? That episode of The Walking Dead when they went down to the hospital and it was all kind of tents and uh, trucks and all kind of stuff in the parking lot, dead bodies piled mm. all up in the parking lot. That's what that's what I get mm. when they say they they gonna relax the rules about where they can care for patients, what else is left but the parking lot. So I you know, I don't I, I don't mm-hmm, I don't um I listen, listen to me. He don't know what he doing. And and the turmoil we see is because listen, when before I knew how to pay my bills, uh and and, 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 and run my house, it was chaos. Once I <laughs> once I learned how to pay my bills and budget my money, my credit went up, I started buying property, I so you need somebody slow and steady in there to keep everything at an even kill. Obama was slow and steady, and everything was at an even kill. As soon as this dude get up, we got the stock market dropping 2,000 points in one day and gaining 2,000 points the next day. That's chaos. So we just mm-hmm. – and that's just because we don't have ample leadership. And this, is, this whole thing is going to be a failure. I don't care what he say. Just because you put lipstick on a pig, don't make it no woman. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I, I hear what you're saying, and that's really insightful. Just to piggyback on that, I was so excited after this press conference this morning. I'm like, okay, all right. So essentially you're saying that, you know, you go on Google, you type in your symptoms, you press enter, and Google comes back, dee, 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 and it say you have, you might have it. You get in the car. You put your mask on, you put your gloves on that we talked about earlier. You drive down to CVS, they swab you through the drive-through. I mean, this is it. This is this is beautiful. This is like apple pie in the sky. You go home, you quarantine yourself for 24 to 48 hours, and boom, you get your results. But then, like you said, immediately after, Google states they are not working with the government. They said. They are help. Trump said specifically, Google is helping develop a website. Quote, it's going to be very quickly done, unlike websites of the past, to determine whether a test is warranted and to facilitate testing at a nearby convenient location. He continued and said Google had currently employed 1,700 engineers to work on the project and they were working on it right now. Then he was followed up by a Dr. Burks who elaborated that the government planned response partnered with Google, they would have a central role in it. They said they wanted to announce this as a new approach to testing. They'll start the screening on a website facilitated by Google. And they just had it all laid out. But 
like you said, Google denied it. They said that they there's a company called Verily, Verily, and they are focused on medical-oriented computing, both in terms of analyzing data for large healthcare providers and in terms of providing services and hardware for individual patients. That is owned, this company Verily is owned by Google, the corporate parent, which is Google. And that may be where some of the you know, confusion comes from, but Google did, I mean, Verily did offer a statement and indicated there are a number of other issues in the plans presented by the administration today. And this is what they said. We're developing a tool to help triage individuals for COVID-19 testing. Verily is in the early stages of development and planning to roll out testing in the Bay Area with hopes of extending more broadly over time. How much time do we have? We appreciate the support of the government officials and industry partners and thank the Google engineers who have volunteered to be a part of this effort. Sounds like uh, damage control. So while there may be some Google engineers volunteering to help out with its project, it's still being developed by a company as of two years ago, had a total head count of what was less than a third of the 1,700 engineers claimed by Trump. The website is not even ready for use for a single region in one state, much less ready to become a central part of the government's strategy of allocating the millions of tests it announced will be available in the near future. As of this report, the administration has not clarified what its actual plan is. Given that key figures in devising the plan said they were acting that this portal was ready for use just a couple hours ago, it may take them time to respond. What do you think about that? I'll be darned. I think it's pretty much par for the course that everything our great fearless leader does. I mean, he do stuff, and then everybody got to come back behind him to tell you what he meant. At a time like this, <laughs> that's not what we need. We need somebody that's going to say, listen, we got Google doing this. And then when he walk off the stage, everybody confident that Google is doing what he said. And nobody is confident of anything that he said because he didn't told 17,000 lies since he's been in office. So I think that I, I think that at this point, if you want to live, you're going to have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, go to Walmart, go to Costco, get into them fistfights they're getting into, get you some tissue, get you some paper towels, go home. And stay your ass at home, or stay home until all this is over. That's the only way it's going. That's the only way you can survive. Well, you know it's been happening and going down in China since December. So now we almost four months in. How long do you think people can stay at home? I feel this is doomsday. I don't think that it's blowing over anytime soon. I don't think that this is something people are gonna just be able to go home and wait out. I don't think so. What do you think? I don't think it is either. I think that you well, you know, you want you want a virus like this to spread slow. You want it to spread slow because if it spread fast, you, we're gonna overwhelm the system. You know, so you want this to play out over four or five months. You know what I mean? If it, if right. if everybody, you know, because the virus is is doubling every four days. That's that's the mm. that's the statistic I heard. So, you know, right now, you know, we, we in the 600, but, you know, in, in 12 days, well, shoot, shoot we're going to be what? 3,600, you know what I mean? And then 12 days from that, right. it's gonna, that's going to quadruple. So um, I think that uh, it ain't going away no time soon. And I think that mm -hmm. we're in for a long ride. 
and I don't think they tell us everything about it. I know that sound I know that sound crazy, but they don't know everything about it, you know. So, you know, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't trust. I don't have no no trust in this administration. He got up there the first day and said there's only 15 cases and they'll be gone by next week. And the lady came right by him and said, well, actually it's 60 and it's going to be a while before it's gone. So I, that kind of, wow. those kind of mistakes is hard for me to, it's hard for me to believe. It is so chilling because I do a daily newscast. I, I absolutely have to. I do a daily newscast in the AM mm-hmm. or early hours of the day. And then I'm starting to do one in the PM. And it's interesting that you said those numbers doubled because earlier today when I did my newscast, or the last time I checked the interactive map that I used to draw my my um, data, there were 1,268 cases in the U.S. Now, that was earlier today. It couldn't have been any later than 3 o'clock. Right now, at 9.25 p.m., there are 2,174 cases. So that number changed just today. There are now 47 deaths in the state. Uh-huh. So there are 37 deaths in Washington, four deaths in California, two deaths in Florida, one death in Georgia, one death in Kansas, one death in Jersey, one death in South Dakota. Those are new states. They were not on that list. Mm. Incomparably, they have 12 recoveries all over the state of the, 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 all over the country. So six have recovered in California, two in Illinois, one in Arizona, one in Massachusetts, one in Washington, and one in Wisconsin, but how? What do they mean recovered? What? What? What are they? What are they? What do they mean? How? What? How are they gauging the recovery? That's a great question. We don't know because they're not telling us nothing. <laughs> we don't know. Mm. They're not telling us nothing. Yeah. But it's gonna be okay. And I don't like people telling me it's gonna be okay. I ain't like that ever since I turned mm. eighteen. I like to know what's going on. You know what I mean? And another thing. Well, here's some. Okay. Well, I just want to say that the whole um, we safe because underlying conditions, I, I, I just I kind of beg to differ because, you know, not that many people died in Wuhan because underlying conditions don't just mean a bad heart or bad lungs. It means obesity. It means people that mm-hmm. smoke. And, and, you know, we, we don't even eat real meat in America no more. They pump pink, uh, pink dye into the meat. And we tried to fight to get that, took out the meat. The FDA said it was all right. So we got a whole bunch of obese people over here. It's going to be killing everybody. People tell me, you ain't got to worry about it. It's for the old people. I said, God damn it, I am old. You know, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we we in for I'm scared. I'm scared because it, you don't shut down Disneyland uh, on a lark. Right. I know a lot of people think that's not the way you gauge it, but if it's something that's never happened before, that's what I'm gauging it on. Not just that it's Disney; like they just ain't never done it before. Yeah, they didn't been I mean, they didn't been open when presidents got assassinated and didn't close. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Well, just to touch on a couple more things, well, our listeners are really hanging in there with us. We're so happy to have you. Um, I want to talk about the additional updates and development. Trump administration announced a series of steps to boost the availability of tests. Again, they're going to partner up with the private sector for that. The World Health Organization said that Europe has now become the epicenter for the the pandemic. 
Miami mayor tested positive for the virus after attending an event in Florida with a top Brazilian government aide who has also tested positive, a senior Australian official who also tested positive just days after meeting with the U.S. Attorney General of the United States. Mm. Scientists have found that the coronavirus can stay infectious for days on surfaces. They also discovered that the coronavirus can be shed by people before they develop symptoms and can linger, linger in the body for many weeks. I think we talked about that. <laughs> but um, so we'll pause here for a second. Okay, and the final thing I wanted to talk with you about was what it looks like to be tested. There have Now we have people coming out who have actually been tested for the disease or the virus. And they say that they swab you up your nose first, just like a seasonal flu uh, screening. And you call ahead and get greeted at the door by nurses in hazmat suits. They lead you to an isolation room where you stay for two hours. I mean, would you be able to do that? I mean, my mind would be going crazy. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be scared. I'd do it, but I, I'd be nervous the whole way. <laughs> they run a strep test and a flu test first, which takes about 45 minutes for the results. And once they come back negative, the doctor, still dressed in a hazmat suit, administers the COVID-19 test. It takes 30 seconds to administer that test. But it takes 72 hours to get the results. So you accept the responsibility to stay quarantined in one room for 72 hours. I'm wondering where are they, they quarantine, quarantining all these people? They said if you need to go to ER, you have to let them know ahead of time that you've been tested and are waiting on results. And if you break quarantine, you could face jail time or a fine if you're caught. Mm. Sounds well, like martial law to me. What do you think? It sounds like martial law to me, too. And the first problem I got with that is that a nurse got on a hazmat suit. I like to see my nurses in them little nurse uniforms <laughs> with the hat and the little skirts. So that's my first problem. <laughs> Second problem is um, nobody taking it serious. So the people that are supposed to be self-quarantined, they not. My my boy, he work at a startup out here. You supposed to a lot of young people. And it's people that just got back from Washington that's supposed to be self-quarantined. He running into them in, in, uh, in, in restaurants and stuff. So, uh, you know... I, I don't know where they're quarantining people at at the hospital. Maybe that's a part of the, we can treat them anywhere, and they're gonna have outhouses out in the in the in the, uh, in the parking lot for you to sit in for the two hours. You know, I don't know, but I know what I do know is that the best bet is to not get it, and the best way to do that is to stay at home, go out now, yeah. stockpile for two weeks, and stay home. They they giving people a. Yeah. Uh, they giving people. Trump said he's about to start paying people to stay home, didn't he? All the other That's stuff what he said. He said he's, he said he's gonna pull out sixty-five trillion dollars out the air and give everybody. He said he's holding off on student loans. He said he's done a lot. But just to speak to what you said about people not quarantining themselves, did you hear about the JetBlue passenger who didn't admit that he had a pending test and got on the JetBlue flight? They said they banned him, but he hopped on a flight from JFK, which is the hotbed over there in New York of corona case viruses, with 114 passengers on board. And once they disembarked the plane, he told them that he was, he was, uh, you know, possibly had the virus. Mm. Mm. They, they had to call health authorities on the scene. 
um, and they sanitized the plane per the guidelines of the CDC. But one of the people who sat near the infected passenger, they took him to a separate room at the airport and they have to test him now. Um, they said the other passengers who were on the plane were not told to self-quarantine and were free to leave. So it goes back to what she said. No one is taking it serious. Nobody taking it serious. And, you know, that sounds like allegedly that stuff Usher was out there doing. Um, you know, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving it to everybody, God dang it. And I ain't going to let them know I got it till I'm done. Like, why would you wait right. until the end of the flight? You know he went to the bathroom. You know he coughed. You know he sneezed. You know he, I mean, and not, now all that air is recirculated in the airplane, isn't it? Well, yeah, and it's you know, and this report says JetBlue are asking travelers who are worried they have the virus to you know they don't have to fly until they feel they've been cleared by health professionals, and they're saying they're one of the many airlines offering customers the option of changing travel plans by waiving standard fees for changes and cancellations. And that's a lie. I had a flight last Tuesday to go to Las Vegas. I hit them up because they sent out a notification that if you purchased your ticket within the last week, we will switch these things around. I purchased my ticket a month ago. I was not refunded. So some of these, I mean, a lot of this fake news has been circulating and we have to stay tuned to shows like Let's Talk because we're going to debunk things. I mean, one day something might be said. We're going to leave and go and research it to see if it's true. We're going to come back and bring you guys the real deal. That's what I love about your, your podcast there, right? I listened to the first few episodes, like I say, and everything that you said lined up with everything I've been researching. So, you know, I know that I can trust what you're putting out. But I will say this. Oh, you just you, saying that. No, no, that's the man. Hey, listen, oh, okay. listen. The world is about to end. I'm not about to show up to heaven with a lie over my head. Uh, uh, that's right. Uh. But I tell you this. <laughs> I tell What's you this. Good? We we got to stay vigilant. We got to stay. We got to. I think we're losing you. I think we're losing you, but. Yeah, I think we lost you, but I wanna I wanna go ahead and close this out. I thank you guys for listening and check.